Hi there, welcome to uh, MiniWag VMworld 2012. Sounds good. <laughs> I keep on giving it a different name each time I record these things. Um, Mini VMworld WAG is, is one of them. I don't know. Anyway, with me is Julian Wood, who I know through the London User Group. Welcome, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Um, so we need to make a big hi to all the people at the London VMUG. Yeah, we're here. Well, there are quite a few here, which is good. But, uh, Actually, there is a very good contingent. Yeah, done a, our own uh, VMUG leader, Alaric, won an award from sort of the, uh, I think it was a VMUG President's Award, but for services to the global VMUG um, organization. So services for the global VMUG. <laughs> I know, it sounds very official, but uh, yeah, Alaric does a huge amount of work, and I know a lot of all of VMUG leaders, obviously, it's a huge amount of work in their yeah. own personal time, so. I, don't, I think a lot of people don't see, unless you've been on a steering committee for something like that, you don't really see the work, the work that goes, goes in the background. There's lots of, uh, as my girlfriend would put it, the, the swan is gliding across the water, <laughs> but the, the feet underneath are paddling furiously. <laughs> so um, you've been at VMworld for yep. a, a, a couple of days. This is your first one. Uh, first one here in the US, yeah. I've done uh, Europe before. So, um, flying over the pond to see what it's like on the other side. And so, have you done many sessions? You've been to many sessions? Yeah, I've done a few sessions. I've sort of concentrated this time on sort of looking in the future and looking at, at what's new. All right. uh, luckily, I don't necessarily have a project I'm working on that I'm necessarily deep into vCloud Director or deep into SRM or something. So, that means I could be a bit uh, general in the sessions. Um, <clears throat> so, th things that have been of interesting is obviously all the end-user computing announcements yesterday. Although they're announced, they're not released. So um, it's, it is all good stuff. Um, Octopus uh, Horizon Data. Octopus is a much cooler name. Uh, well, then Horizon Data, data or something. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Bland marketing. But anyway, <clears throat> yeah, Horizon Data is going to be really good. I was hearing a, a bit more about that. Um, obviously, going to maybe be released at the end of the year. Um, the Horizon Application Manager looks really good, tying everything in. Again, not released, but I mean, looking at all the information, it looks fairly baked and fairly ready to go, so... I mean, there is a, a Horizon, is it 1.5? Yeah. Which, um... VMware-hosted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, actually, it's on-prem as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the 1.5 release was the first release that was made on-prem, which is why I managed to get it into my book. Because ah. the first release was a service only, and I don't know whether many people know this in Europe, but export restrictions present, prevented people in Europe yeah gaining access to Horizon from the US. I believe it was some sort of security thing yeah. because security technologies are, you need a special license to distribute them outside of the US yeah. because they could they could wind up in the hands of the bad guys. Yes, using Horizon, <laughs> I mean, or whole, I mean, that would be quite a, a, a forefronted kind of uh, terrorist organization, yeah, delivering uh, applications on demand uh, to your yeah. loonies in around the world. Just uh, using social costs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we joke, but we actually, joke, you know, uh, it sometimes does happen. But um, yeah, it's on-prem, uh, the current release. And what, what was um, new in the Horizon Suite was being able to advertise a virtual desktop through yeah. that. You can't do that currently. Yeah. And then the other thing and they the mentioned, the ZenApp connection, the Zenapp. which I think is very, <coughs> very important because that's what, that's what Zenapp, uh, with their web interface, that's what they provide, a single place where you can access a whole lot of things in one place. So I, people have Citrix, sure. so you need to bring it all together. Because I remember in, uh, in your previous uh, place where you were working, we won't mention their name, they, they were quite uh, a Citrix house with Citrix Zen Desktop yeah. and Citrix Zen app. 
Yeah. So you know, being able very, to recognize yeah, other, other vendors' uh, technologies is very, quite important. Um, that's a very common thing. We ran um, Zen Desktop on ESX and also on Zen Server. Um, so yeah, I mean, it mentioned Zen App, but I, it didn't mention Zen Desktop, but I can't see what the difference would be. Uh, so yeah, that, at least, I mean, what, what I, I am impressed with, with VMware at the moment is they are realizing that there is, funnily enough, this ecosystem that is not all virtual machines and it's not all VMware. Well, we were having this discussion the other night over drinks, uh, and it hasn't something that the, the conventional media has yet picked up on. No. You've got the dynamic ops, ops acquisition, which is both physical and other hypervisors yeah, and as well. Clouds, Amazon, and yeah, yeah. Server We've and got uh, the announcement around the Horizon Suite, which, yeah. as we just said, acknowledges Citrix Zen app. Uh, yeah. um, in vSphere 5.1, the fling that used to be used as a plug-in to Virtual Center to manage Hyper-V host is now actually part of the product. It's a supported yeah. feature. Yeah. So I and, think there's always- VC Ops is, um, that's a lot of uh, gathering metrics from physical or non-VMA devices. Yeah, so I think, although it hasn't been picked up by the conventional media, we're, I think what we're trying to do is demonstrate that, you know, like any vendor, we would love it if you bought absolutely everything. I like us. the way you now say, now we can demonstrate. Yeah, I'm trying to get used to the we and the us thing rather than the me and the I thing, which always, when you use me and I too much, it sounds like you've got a huge ego. So we and us sounds yeah, much more that you're part of a group, yeah. much more inclusive. But to, to be more serious about the point, it's far, I think we're not trying to afford some people a kind of monolith. The way I describe it is like it's, we don't want VMware to become like, you know, the Space Odyssey 2001, yeah. the big black monolith, and you either get it, get it all or you, you're well, not you part of the party. Yeah. A much more kind of uh, blended environment. But I mean, obviously, we hope that customers like it, you know, fall into you know, to use all VMware yeah. technologies. But I don't think there's anything trying to strong arm you and put your arm behind no. the back that says you must no. use I mean, I don't think something you're going to you know. see vCenter having great management of Zen Server and, you know, from vCenter itself and Amazon and that kind of clouds. It's not that kind of thing, but specifically in end user <coughs> computing space, which is by its nature so broad, More so device, many devices, yeah. so many different technologies. Yeah, bringing it together in one place is important. So you said you were mainly concentrated on the big future stuff. Yes, yeah. yeah, so that what, was end what, user computing. What, what are the big future stuff and did you the like? The storage look stuff, I mean, that's also a bit flying under the radar. I went to a really excellent session yesterday on the vSAN, mm. which I suppose is the virtual storage appliance growing up. Um, mm. Also looked at a product, uh, just to see from the demos, uh, looked at their product which is fairly advanced. And basically VMware combining the compute resources and storage resources on a box. <coughs> so it will grab the spare um, hard drives on a local server and with one tick box, add it into a virtual SAN. So mm. on your cluster, you aggregate your CPU and memory as they've done for many, many years, and you just add storage. Um, that's cool in a way. Um, but the thing that's really good is that you can then apply policies to that. So you can save for, so you can create multiple uh, data stores on this storage that uh, shared. What you can then say is per a group of VMs, well, I want to guarantee, so either with limits and reservations for IOPS or availability. Mm. So if you require more availability, it will create more replicas of the VMs on different hosts. All right, okay. And also you, um, using reservations and limits, you can guarantee IOPS for virtual machines. So it may actually, create five copies of a virtual machine to mm. be able to uh, create more IOPS, mm. which is an interesting spin and is different from uh, other vendors, which is just creating a... It's, I, think it, I think that stuff is really interesting and there are vendors, hard, well, 
hardware vendors? Are they really hardware vendors now? Yeah. People like uh, Nutanix, Nutanix and uh, some, uh, I never know how to pronounce Sim. Simplicity. Yes. They're going to have to change their company down quickly so everybody can pronounce it. Now they're offering a virtual appliance that sits on top yeah. of hardware where they've yeah. taken the bezels off, put the bezels on themselves. Yeah. They're shipping ESX on those bones. Yeah. But it's the same principle. Same Do you have a feeling for who's going to win in that? Because um, I guess the, the VMware method is we're just selling the software. Where you buy your hardware from, HP, yeah. IBM, Dell is up to you. Yeah. Whereas what they're offering is buy buy the hardware from us and just add more compute. Yeah. Who, who do you see as being successful in that? Well, VMware's obviously got a massive opportunity because it's, pro I don't know, I doubt it's going to be another paid product if it is such a simple tick box to enable. Mm. Um, with all the policies, that is very good. Um, I don't know what the... I don't know if they're going to be different kind of uh, management and that kind of thing that's going to make a Nutanix or a Simplicity <coughs> more... Uh, I like the way you had a better, you had a better stab at your saying than, than wrong, I though. <laughs> It was better, at least I can go... <laughs> sip, sip, sip. So, I mean, I guess the other yeah, thing... Whether, that's going to be, whether they're going to be better or off or more. Yeah, I mean, one of the players I've seen, especially Nutanix, talk about, because they are based around the kind of Hadoop yeah. uh, process, <laughs> and you, you hear uh, people from... Uh, VMware talk about you know the way that Facebook and Google and others do what they do it isn't the way we do it not with arrays yeah. everything is uh, local compute yeah. so we, for me it feels like we've come a bit full circle on this because for years people used to say well I can't I can't uh, do vMotion because I can't afford yeah. a SAN all this virtualization requires external storage now, like six or seven years later down the line, we're talking about, well, let's bring the storage back in. Well, I mean, that's very true, and for a simple reason that storage is generally the biggest cost and possibly barrier to virtualization, and specifically with VDI, that's why Nutanix has been successful. Because, mm. I mean, we've spoken <clears throat> before many times about VDI, and, you know, the cost model is all wrong. People say, I'm going to take my desktop and I'm going to move it into the data center. Well, it's going to mm. cost a lot more, and people go into this bizarre notion that it's going to be cheaper. Mm. So. And the, often the reason for that is purely down to the cost of um, the storage. Mm. So bringing the storage more local to the ESX host on local disk, which is cheap, mm. SSD costs are coming down. Well, the, the thing I have with that is, uh, where does that leave us with the whole campaign to make ESX stateless? Yeah. Nothing on the box. We stream the hypervisor down to it. Now it's like we're taking the all our storage and compute back to the server well, I again. I think that's a, it's a, gonna attack a different market because you're still gonna have faster disks on a SAN, big enterprise customers who are driving huge amounts of IOPS. I don't necessarily see them adding loads and loads of compute nodes just to get more IOPS. They'd rather add disks on, on the back end. Plus they've got replication from those arrays, yeah. part of more their DR strategy the, as well. The vSAN will, can use VMware vSphere replication. Well, VR's sort of there. Well, it's kind of, it sits in the stack such a, yeah. in such a way that VR works with any storage. It really exactly. doesn't give a damn yeah. what it is. So when we say it works with it, it's like, yeah. well, it's not well, broken. Yeah. No, that's true. But yeah. the interesting thing is, that, that's another thing I picked up from VMworld, is that um, with the release of Hyper-V, and I think the, you know, the whole slogan of right here, right now, as I think is an exact dig at sort of Microsoft Hyper-V. As opposed to uh, Jam Tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. So. But I think VMware is starting to do far more of a focus on the SMB because the big corporates are, in a way, bonded into VMware. They're not going to quickly jump to Hyper-V or Zen Server or something else. Mm. But the SMBs, when um, Hyper-V is released, they're going to look at cost, they're going to look at 
those kind of things, and they're going to say, oh, maybe Hyper-V is something to go with. Mm. So with the cloud infrastructure suite as well, going forward and having kinds of bundles, mm. to me, is an exciting thing, because SMBs are then no longer just looking at the hypervisor, but they're saying, well, hang on, maybe if I can get SRM, maybe if I can get VC Ops as part of the bundle, well, then I'm actually picking VMware, not just because of the hypervisor, but everything else. everything else. And there's a lot more focus on, on SMB stuff, and I think something like the vSAN is something that plays exactly into that. And I think the other th one of the things I've been uh, learning on the inside, which wasn't really apparent to me before I came on board with VMware, is the, the good enough argument that's often been made by Microsoft yeah. and others, if you actually go through the SKUs and go through the features until you find a VMware product that actually matches yeah, to try and match for the same features, the actual VMware products, when you get down to that level, are as competitive yeah. as, as everything else. It looks like they're cranking up over on the yeah. stage to our left, so I think this is probably a good time to wrap it all up. Julian, thank you very much Pleasure for being on the show. And uh, I think what we might be doing after VMworld is, um, I have a, a VDI presentation which wasn't accepted, sadly, at VMworld, and some of the content I actually stole from Julian's presentation at the, uh, the London VMUG. So I thought, before I went online with it, I'd get the guy to come on with me, and then that would like cover up, cover up the tracks of me thieving other people's uh, uh, IP and uh, uh, content. So you'll probably see more of us in the uh, next couple of weeks talking about cool, VDI and uh, that kind of thing. Excellent. Thanks a lot. Mike, enjoy the email. Bye-bye.